You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. It's going to be a fun show today because tonight is the start of the 2021 NFL Draft. And we already know that Micah Parsons is going to be hearing his name we're just trying to figure out exactly what team that's going to be. I'm your host, Kevin McGuire, contributor to AthonSports.com and editor of NittanyLionsWire.com on the USA Today Sports Media Group. And today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. So as I said, today we're going to give some final thoughts on the NFL draft. We still have a couple Penn State products to evaluate whether or not they're going to be drafted, where they could potentially be drafted. We're going to do that in segment number two. We're actually going to open up with some quick thoughts on a former Nittany Lion running back who has made every indication that he is going to be ready to go for week one of the NFL season. Of course, that is Saquon Barkley, uh, one of Penn State's best offensive players in recent memory, as far as I'm concerned, maybe even Big Ten history as far as Penn State is concerned. But it looks like he's going to be on track for the start of the season. Got some thoughts on that. And then, of course, in our final segment, we're actually going to give some final thoughts as we go into the NFL draft and see exactly what's going to, what this means for Penn State, what this means for some of the Penn State players, and what we should all be taking out of this experience as we continue to watch the draft unfold over the coming days. Before we get into all the fun today, I want to make sure you are following this podcast so you never miss a single episode. We're available on just about every podcasting platform imaginable, including the Odyssey app. So make sure you've downloaded that app or updated your app on your phone or your mobile device. And of course, we're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the good names that are out there, wherever you get your podcasts, however you're listening to me right now. Make sure you're following along, and of course, it is totally free to do so. Leave those ratings, leave those reviews. It really does help with our placement across those various podcasting apps. And if you happen to leave a five-star review on any of those podcasting apps, take a screenshot of it. And then tweet it to us because we want to shout you out in a Friday episode of the podcast. It is our way of showing our appreciation for your feedback, for your support as we continue to grow this podcast moving forward. Very exciting times here on the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. Very exciting things in development for the future, going in towards the offseason, going towards our next college football season. It'll be our third college football season that we have had to cover uh, on Locked On Nittany Lions since I've taken over as the host, and I'm very much looking forward to it. I want to bring you guys along the way, and I want to show my appreciation for you as well. Of course, we are on Twitter at Locked On Nittany. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Locked On Nittany and give us a follow on Instagram and check out our Twitch channel using the username Locked On Nittany on both of those platforms. We're Locked On Nittany on all the social media apps, so make sure you download, follow, like, all that good stuff using the username Locked On Nittany. All right, all that stuff is out of the way. Let's dig into today's episode. And one of the stories that popped up on Thursday, or I'm sorry, Wednesday, was a little bit of a health update on former Nittany Lion running back Saquon Barkley. Of course, one of the best offensive players to come through Happy Valley, arguably in Big Ten history as far as Penn State is concerned. Certainly in my lifetime, I've always been a Kajana Carter guy, but I think Saquon Barkley, if I had to choose between the two, I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley. And it is interesting, the, the parallels between these two running backs, because they're two of my favorite running backs to come out of Penn State since I've been following the program. And of course, they have each had to deal with torn ACLs. Now, we know what happened with Kajana Carter, uh, really derailing his NFL career before he even really started. Uh, Saquon Barkley 
has already established himself in the NFL as a rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, and certainly looks like he's going to be a well-respected player for years to come. But we are kind of curious to see exactly how he's going to come back from his torn ACL injury from week two of last season against the Cincinnati, oh, I'm sorry, the Chicago Bears. Now, all indications this offseason in recent weeks and recent months, judging by his social media up, updates and some of the videos have been that have been shared through various outlets, He's working hard, as you would imagine. There's no question that his uh, physical uh, stature is always going to be impressive. And the way that he has been working hard in his rehab process certainly is encouraging some of the things that we've been seeing. But of course, there's a big difference between uh, putting together or sharing a little bit of a rehab workout video and actually going through the grind of uh, playing football, <laughs> not just in practice, but of course, in the game as well. So I would imagine that Saquon Barkley still has a good amount of distance to go before he is actually ready to play in the NFL. But according to Adam Schefter from ESPN, who reported via Twitter, sources are indicating to him that Saquon Barkley is on track to play in week one of the NFL season. Again, like I said, there's a long way to go between where we sit right now towards the end of April and the start of the NFL season. But, you know, we're going into the summer months as we're getting closer and closer to NFL training caps open up. And I would imagine that the Giants are going to take it relatively cautious or relatively easy with Saquon Barkley until they really feel like he is ready to uh, put his pedal to the metal and see where they go from there. But uh, I would imagine that given the way that Saquon Barkley has been uh, during his time at Penn State and continues to be in the NFL, there's no question he's going to be in shape, as best shape as he possibly can. Now, is that good enough to continue doing the things that he is known to be doing? I would imagine. I would I would not put it past him. He is certainly a guy that I'm never going to uh, count out in any stretch of the imagination. But there is a question because it is a torn ACL and we're talking about a running back in the NFL. We know the history of running backs in the NFL. Uh, and obviously coming back from torn ACLs is not quite as dramatic as it used to be or quite as devastating as it used to be because technology has improved. Health has imp healthcare has improved. Rehab processes have improved over the years. But there's still a lingering question. Just what is Saquon Barkley going to be when he does return? I'm certainly not going to sit here and doubt that we're going to see Saquon Barkley hurdling defenders once again when he does get on the field. And I think when we do see that first Saquon Barkley leap over a would-be tackler, we're all going to know, yeah, Saquon Barkley is just fine. But I'm very curious to see what his status is going to be when we get around to the start of the season. I fully expect that he will be available for week one. I have no reason to suggest that that is not going to be the case. I'm just kind of curious what kind of Saquon Barkley are we actually getting. I think he's still going to be pretty darn good, though. That's all I'm saying. Well, if you're like me, you're probably taking some time this time of year to do a little spring cleaning. And you know what needs some spring cleaning? I know my car needed spring cleaning. Yours probably does too, let's be honest. It's probably been a while since you gave it a good clean on the inside, right? Well, if you need some cleaning supplies for your car or your truck, go to rockauto.com. Not only are they going to have all the parts you need at the best prices available for your car or truck, they've also got some of those cleaning supplies. If you want to touch up their headlamps a little bit, they're going to have you covered there. They've got the right cloth. They've got the right materials. Everything you need to not only fine-tune your car, make sure it is in good working condition, but also spruce it up a little bit for those next long car drives. Look, nobody wants to be driving around in filth like pig pen from Peanuts, right? So clean up your car, make sure it's in good working condition, and the best way to make sure you've got everything you need is with rockauto.com. 
So head to rockauto.com right now, enter the make and model of your car or truck, and see all the parts that are available for your vehicle. And of course, you're going to get the best prices available. Don't forget to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. So earlier this week, we took a time to break down exactly where Penn State linebacker Micah Parsons could potentially be going in the NFL draft. Yesterday on the podcast, we took a look at where Jason Owe could potentially be going. Is he going to go late first round? Is he going to slide into the second round? I'm still kind of up in the air. I kind of think that he might be going into the second round, but either way, I think he's going to be a late first round pick at the absolute earliest. I'm not really buying the idea of him going 25th or the Jaguars moving up to get him but of course, there are some other Penn State players that we should at least be paying attention to. Now, there's only one more player that I think is guaranteed to be drafted, and that's going to be tight end Pat Fryermuth. As far as I'm concerned, Pat Fryermuth is clearly the second best tight end in this draft class. Of course, Kyle Pitts of Florida looks like he's going to be a top five pick. He's certainly probably going to be a top 10 pick at the very least. But I think with all the tea leaves of reading that Kyle Pitts is uh, clear and clearly the number one tight end in this draft class, uh, teams that are in need of a tight end might be in a position where they're going to have to wait a little bit. And Pat Fryermuth, I think, is going to be a really good pickup for some team, especially considering where they could potentially be drafting him. Now, I've been looking at mock drafts for the last how many months at this point, and I have seen one or two here or there that suggest that Pat Fryermuth could be a first-round drafted player. I'm not really thinking that that's going to be a realistic case the closer and closer we get to the draft. And I never really thought that he was going to be a first-round draft pick. Now, look, surprises can happen, and it would I would love to see it happen, but I just, I'm just i not anticipating that Pat Fryermuth is going to go in the first round. Uh, even though some scouts say he's got first-round talent, you know how the draft works. Obviously, teams have different needs. Tight end, while maybe one of their needs, it's not something that they may necessarily be wanting to address in the first round unless a guy like Kyle Pitts does just fall into their lap. And Pat Fryermuth, uh, unfortunately, is not quite in this Kyle Pitts category right now, at least as far as the, the draft experts are concerned. And, and I get it. You know, obviously, he got a little banged up last year. Didn't have the kind of production that I think a lot of people were anticipating from him last year. Uh, you can say that about a lot of parts of this Penn State offense, but you know that's beside the point. But I do think that Pat Fryermuth is going to be a very nice pickup for some NFL team in need of a little bit of boost at the tight end position. And Penn State has had some good tight ends come through and go on to the NFL in recent years. So there is a good track record for Penn State tight ends uh, under James Franklin, maybe starting with Bill O'Brien. I think the tight end position group has been pretty solid at Penn State, and it is proven worthy of playing at the NFL level. I think Pat Fryermuth is going to be able to accomplish that. Now, where exactly is he going to be going? I'm of the decision that he's going to be a late second round pick, probably early round three. And that's the kind of area where I'm looking at for Pat Fryermuth. Uh, I had been thinking that he was going to be an early second round pick before, but the closer we're getting to this, uh, the more I think that he's probably going to go later in the second round. He could potentially go in the middle of the second round, but I'm just thinking that he's probably more likely, the way things are developing, to go later in the second round, maybe be a early third round pick at the most. Now, I remember seeing at least one mock draft, and I forget which one it was, somewhere along the way. I've looked at so many mock drafts, uh, it's kind of hard to keep track off the top of my head, but I remember seeing one draft pick where Pat Fryermuth was going to be the first pick of the second round, 
going to the Jacksonville Jaguars, playing for former Ohio State coach Urban Meyer, catching passes from Trevor Lawrence. And you know what? That'd be a really cool situation to be in, I think, for Pat Frymuth. I think that would be an awesome destination, and getting uh, the first pick in the second round would certainly uh, be pretty rewarding as well, if you know what I'm saying. So I do think that that would be a pretty cool possibility. I'm just feeling as though Pat Frymuth probably going to go later in the second round. I don't know if NFL team. I don't know if there's enough NFL teams that are going to value the tight end position enough to warrant Pat Frymuth going early second round, maybe even middle second round. That's why I'm falling in the area of a late second round, uh, early third round. Either way, I think he's going to be drafted on Friday. He's certainly not going to be drafted on Thursday. That's where I'm coming out for right now. As for anybody else, you know, it's going to be pretty tough, I think, for some of these other Penn State players to be. Um, let me rephrase it. I'm not guaranteeing that any other Penn State player is going to be drafted. I do think that Shaka Tony will be drafted, uh, but we're talking middle of the draft kind of territory. And then players like Lamont Wade and Michael Mennett, they've got a chance to be drafted, and it would not surprise me if either or both happen to go with a late-round pick, but it's not really looking very likely. If you look at some of the prop bet odds uh, that you can find on betonline.ag, uh, it doesn't look as though they have the highest uh, – uh, odds to be guaranteed to be a draft pick. So you're looking at a couple of guys that are kind of wild card players. They're probably going to be drafted, but there's absolutely no indication. And, you know, the later you go in the draft, the more of a guessing game it becomes. And I do think that they've got a little bit of a pedigree to at least pay attention to. And I do think that they'll be on NFL rosters. I just, I'm not so sure that it's going to be as a drafted player, uh, which brings me also to Will Fries and Steven Gonzalez. A couple guys that I think are destined to be undrafted free agents. But again, wouldn't shock me if either of those guys got drafted. It's just it doesn't look like there's going to be enough draft picks out there for these guys to be guaranteed to be drafted. And you know what? There's part of me that says that if you go undrafted, if you're going to go late in the NFL draft anyway, uh, there may be uh, some advantages to being an undrafted free agent. And in a lot of times, that is the case because you actually get a decision on where you may potentially want to go. Uh, because these guys, if they are not drafted, they're going to be on an NFL roster come Sunday or Monday. Or at least they're going to be uh, you know, ready to agree to a contract as an undrafted free agent. And being an undrafted free agent kind of gives you some flexibility. Because you're probably going to have multiple offers. You know, Maybe not every team in the NFL, but you're going to have some uh, offers that are going to be thrown your way. And if you have a couple of authors, offers, you get a chance to actually weigh your decision a little bit more and you get to decide which offer you're going to accept. So there's no, there's no real disadvantage to being an undrafted free agent. Obviously, the, the likelihood of landing an NFL job when the season comes around probably statistically is going to be more difficult because there are only so many spots available. And, but you know, I, I think that it, it's not the end of the world to be an undrafted free agent. So many players over the years have been able to take advantage of that kind of opportunity. And the way that these guys have been developed, the way that these guys will be matured uh, through this process could bode well for them as well. But as I'm looking at it, obviously we know that Michael Parsons is going to go in the first round. Jason Owe could potentially be in the first round. I'm on the boat of Pat Fryermuth going late round two, early round three. Uh, I do think that Shaka Tony is going to be drafted probably on Saturday. And Lamont Wade and Michael Mennett, I think, have a chance to be drafted, but I'm not quite all in on the guarantee that they will be drafted. And then, of course, Will Fry, Stephen Gonzalez, I think they're going to be undrafted free agents. But 
you know what? Surprises can happen. Maybe we have more Penn Staters that are going to be drafted than I'm initially thinking. You never know. Penn State has had a pretty good track record as far as developing NFL talent in recent years. And it's one of the things that James Franklin and his staff are lauded for around NFL circles. The way that these athletes come out of college and are ready to prepare and compete at the next level. So there is something in the back of these minds of these people making these decisions. But ultimately, every team's got different needs. And there may not be enough spots available, especially with more and more underclassmen coming out in the NFL draft every year. So... Good luck to them all. Wish them all the best of luck. And I'm very interested to see where they're all going to be heading and playing their football careers moving forward. But getting back to Micah Parsons, is he going to be the first defensive player drafted tonight in the 2021 NFL Draft first round? Well, if you look at all the prop bet odds that are now listed on betonline.ag, doesn't look like he's the favorite. Michael Parsons actually coming in at plus 550 to be the first player chosen off the board as far as the defense is concerned. The favorite right now is Alabama cornerback Patrick Sertain II at minus 125. J.C. Horn, cornerback from South Carolina, he's second on the board at plus 175. So Michael Parsons, maybe a year ago we were talking about him being the best defensive player, maybe the first defensive player chosen in the NFL draft. Doesn't have the favorite odds, but you know what? At plus 550, not terrible odds, but... It all depends maybe on what the Denver Broncos are going to do, but it's going to be pretty difficult, I think, for Micah Parsons to cash in on that prop bet. But hey, that's just one of the many prop bets that you can check out at betonline.ag. Head to the website right now, betonline.ag, on your desktop or your laptop or even on your mobile phone. And of course, sign up for free today. And when you make your first deposit, make sure you're using the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. They're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. So that's free money. Make sure you listen to the Locked On Bets podcast to know how you should bet that money. And of course, that's going to lead to you winning some big money as a result. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. This will be the final segment of the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast before the NFL draft gets started later tonight. And I do want to give you guys all a heads up just to be completely open and honest about this. Tomorrow's podcast, the Friday edition of the podcast, will not be talking about the NFL draft. That is because the recording of the podcast and the editing process will be going down well before the NFL draft actually starts tonight. So Friday's podcast will not be talking about the NFL draft events from the first round regarding Michael Parsons, potentially Jason Owe, but we will come back on Monday to start the week off with a full rundown of everything that has gone down in the draft, undrafted free agency, all that good stuff. So there will be a recap. You're just going to have to wait until Monday. Now, there is a chance we may pop in over the weekend and maybe do some live streaming uh, on our, either our Instagram account or maybe even on Twitch. That's still kind of up in the air. And I'm going to try and be a part of the NFL draft coverage that's going on with the Locked On Podcast Network and the Draft Network. Talk a little bit about that real quickly a little bit later in the segment. And of course, there could be a Locked On Now possibility somewhere along the way. So if you're following the Locked On Network of uh, Twitter accounts, you're probably going to see me pop up here or there. But it's going to be a lot of fun this weekend to be had with the NFL draft. But now, my uh, final thoughts on the NFL draft as we're going into this, it's it's pretty remarkable to think that uh, under James Franklin, we have gone from a draft analyst uh, saying that if you were a position player, there's no way you would advise them to go play for James Franklin. Now, we're talking about 
a coach that has sent Saquon Barkley off to the NFL, has landed Trace McSorley on an NFL roster. You've seen some of the wide receivers have some big moments. Uh, Chris Godwin with a t- Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, for instance. And now you're talking about Micah Parsons, who could be a potential top 10 pick, but definitely a first round pick. And their possibility of a second first round pick uh, coming out of Penn State. So I think we can put that myth to rest that James Franklin can't develop players. And that's one of the big takeaways I have when we look at the NFL draft. Now, is Penn State up on the same level as some of the top draft factories out there right now? No, probably not. You know, the numbers, when they come through, are going to slant heavily in favor of schools like Alabama, uh, Ohio State for sure. Uh, Clemson has been doing some good things. And, and LSU always seems to be sending off players to the NFL. So Penn State's not quite on that level, but Penn State's in a very stable position uh, for years to come as far as player development is concerned. And that's one of the things that we're kind of looking forward to in the 2020 season, right? We've, something we've been talking about is who are going to be some of the players that continue to advance, continue to develop, and become players that Penn State's offense or their defense can rely on. And that's going to be one of the big question marks, I think, for the season. It sort of was last year with the wide receiver position, but you know we were kind of rehashing some of that conversation going into the 2021 season. And I think that we've reached a point now where you can have faith that James Franklin and his staff know what they're doing as far as developing players, uh, not just for Penn State, but to get them to the next level. And if you're sending players off to the NFL, then odds are you're putting together some pretty good players yourself on your field. So Penn State's in a pretty good position. Even the, the, the starkest naysayers have to admit to some degree that there's something going well with Penn State. Now, I hear what the doubters are going to say. You know, you look at the last year's season, you say James Franklin can't coach. Well, you know, there's there's so many different elements to coaching. And again, player development is one of those aspects of what makes a successful head coach. So when you have so many players that are going off to the NFL, putting on freak shows in their pro days and their NFL scouting combines when we're having them, there's something in the water at Happy Valley that James Franklin is infusing into these players, and it continues to be turning out some tremendous results. So we'll see what happens with this NFL draft. Again, there's probably not going to be a whole ton of Penn State players chosen, but you've got a real possibility of two first-round draft picks. Not a lot of schools have two first-round draft picks. Not a lot of schools not named Alabama or LSU or Ohio State, I should say. But the fact that you've got that opportunity to be able to sell that to recruits, to sell that to football you know, fans and, and other coaches and you know, players in the transfer portal, saying that you've got what it takes to send not just one, but two players off to the NFL uh, first round draft, uh, that's pretty remarkable. So we'll see where this evening goes. James Franklin is in Cleveland with Brent Pry and of course with Micah Parsons to support him because we know he's going to be drafted tonight. The big question is going to be whether or not Jason Owe sneaks into the first round or if we're going to have to wait until tomorrow to see where Jason Owe goes. Have fun tonight. Have fun watching the NFL draft. If you're watching ESPN, NFL Network, make sure you tune in to all the stuff that's going on on the Locked On Podcast Network. Tonight, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL draft 
absolutely live. So you're going to get insight. You're going to get analysis from all the locked on NFL local experts that you've come to know. And of course, the Draft Network's panel of national experts. So you're getting a little bit of national coverage. You're getting some great local coverage from people that know exactly what they're talking about. Make sure you're subscribed to the Locked On NFL YouTube page. You can watch the entire three-day coverage of the NFL Draft starting tonight, April 29th, through Saturday, May 1st, live on YouTube. Make sure you leave those comments. Tell them that you came here because of what you heard from Locked On Nittany Lions so they don't know that I sent you. Uh, I might possibly be hopping in there at some point in time. Maybe not tonight, but potentially tomorrow. Uh, so look forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to watching the coverage live. It's going to be my go-to resource for the NFL draft coverage from start to finish. Hopefully you'll join me over there as well. And we can always tweet about it as well. Hit me up on Twitter at Locked on Nittany. And of course, check us out on Facebook and Instagram and Twitch. And of course, we are across all the various podcasting apps, including the Odyssey app. So make sure you're following. Make sure you're leaving those ratings and reviews. If you leave that five-star review, take a snapshot of it and tweet it to us at Locked on Nittany. We'll give you a special shout-out in tomorrow's episode. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Locked on Nittany Lions podcast. Hopefully, you're checking out all the other great content across the Locked on Podcast Network. Now's a great time to get caught up on all the Locked on NFL coverage. And, of course, if you want some more Big Ten commentary leading into the draft, check out my man Big Ten Ben over at Locked on Big Ten. Thanks for listening, everybody. My name is Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. Check us out on NittanyLionsWire.com, a part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. I'm also a contributor to Athlon Sports, and I've got the Patreon at Patreon.com slash Kevin McGuire. Enjoy the draft tonight. We'll see where Micah Parsons goes. We'll see if Jason Oway does go. And I will talk to you guys all again tomorrow on our Football Friday. It's the offseason, but we can still make it Football Friday, right? Have a good day, guys. I'll talk to you a little more. Bye.